You're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture that these brilliant ladies enjoy. So, heat up your kettles. It's tea time. Welcome to Tea Time, everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And today we are going to be talking about the 2007 Disney movie, Enchanted. (laughs) Yay. My favorite movie. Not gonna lie. So you can't believe this movie was made in 2007, huh? I, I can't. I... I didn't even think about that. Like, when I watched it this morning, I didn't even think about looking to see when the movie came out. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's 2017. Yeah. This movie is 10 years old, or it, like, will be. I don't know when it, what the day was. Yeah, I don't know the, I don't know the month off the top of my head, but yeah. But, good lord. (laughs) It makes me, doesn't it make you feel, like, kind of old, thinking that... Yeah. Like, you saw this movie in the theater. Like, I saw it in the theater. Mm-hmm. I was in my second year of college when this movie came out. If you say you were in high school, I'm going to hurt you. No. Uh, what? You were in junior <laughs> high, right? <laughs> How old were you? No, no, no. I was in high school. You were in high school. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Good Lord. I'm so old. Though you're not. It's fine. I know. Um, but before we get into our topic, uh, fully at least, uh, what have you been up to, Katie? Um, well, it has actually been quite an eventful week, to be honest. Okay, how so? Um, well, we, we did a thing at work, and it, uh, it was, it was like a big update that we did, and Mm -hmm. so it was like my first big update with my new position, Mm -hmm. and... I sort of kind of messed up a little bit. Oh, no. Just, I mean, it's not a big deal, but I just have to be more careful next time because the thing that, like, I um, misread something and then I thought I was reading it correct. So, like, I thought I was correct, but it turns out I wasn't Mm -hmm. correct at all. I was very wrong. Okay. So my little mess up got put into production. Uh-oh. So now, like, we have to fix it. Gotcha. I mean, it's 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 workable. Like, we can work with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has to get fixed. So in, like, two updates from now, like, the software engineer is going to have to, like, fix it. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, you're um, still new, so that's I fine. am. So I was, I was a little upset about it, though, because... Um, it just, it made me feel like I didn't know what I was doing, and I don't like that. Yeah. So, I mean, that was fine. I mean, I, I got over it. I'm sort of over it. I'm still hanging on it's just a little process. bit. It's a process. I need to get over it. I need to get over it. It's a process, yeah. But yes. um, I did go see Beauty and the Beast at El Capitan in, Holly, in West Hollywood with um, two of my friends, and it was amazing. Very I nice. I loved it. Uh, they did a phenomenal job and at El Capitan, you can see some of the props and, uh, costumes that they used from the film. So they have them on display so you can go see them. So they had Belle's dress and Beast's, uh, outfit, like his, uh, like Prince look from Mm -hmm. when they danced to Beauty and the Beast. And I don't know. I just, the movie was really good. And uh, what was really great was right before that, um, I was I parked at Hollywood and Highland. Mm-hmm. And so I was waiting for my two friends to show up. And while I was standing, I was just like leaning against a wall by the Dolby Theater. And coming towards me was this dude dressed like Dr. Frankenfurter from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Awesome. And he looked amazing as soon as he was walking he walked up he was like he was all hey baby you want to take a photo and I was like my god you look amazing (laughs) wow so and he's like oh thank you baby and I'm like you I'm like in awe of how like glorious you look so like there's those people on Hollywood Boulevard that take pictures for money yeah and I didn't have like I would have given him money for sure to, like, take a picture with him, but I didn't have any small, like, bills. Mm-hmm. All I had was, like, a 20 that I was using to pay for my parking later. Yeah. And so immediately I was like, he was like, we take donations, whatever you want to give us. And I'm like, but I don't have any, like, 
money to give you. Yeah. But he was like, take a quick photo of us. So, like, uh, he let me take a picture of him because usually they just walk away. Yeah. And so I think it was because I was telling him, like, how glorious he looked in his outfit. Yeah. uh, That he let me take his photo. And that was, like, I don't know if you saw it on Snapchat. I didn't. No. No, I put it on my Snap story. Oh, I might have been a day I didn't see. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. You're not, you're not, like, just... Oh my god, Katie posted a new snap. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Um, I think I was working. It's okay. I'll send it to you because it's like amazing. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so that happened. And then, um, yeah, I just been, I watched, because that special project that we're doing, that I'm doing, mm-hmm. uh, I watched my first thing that has to do with that special project. And I can't wait to talk about it today because. I'm totally wrecked from what I watched. And I was telling you about it earlier. And yes. It's crazy. Very nice. Uh, so what have you been doing? Um, well, not too, too much, but I did have a day off on Thursday. And I took my mom to get a new phone. <gasps> because wow. the last phone she had was from five years ago. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> A dinosaur. She's like, Chelsea, it's only five years. It's not that big a deal. And I'm like, Mom, that's like ancient in phone technology. In, like in phone years. She it got to the point where she could receive texts, but she couldn't text back. And like oh. it kept it kept telling her like all this stuff like that she couldn't do on her phone. I was like, Mom, like <laughs> you just need to get a new one. So we, we very nicely went to the store and talked to a very nice man who helped us out get the right phone for her. She's still like, it's like, it's like one of the most basic phones you can get. It's not a flip phone. Like, you know, she's not like senior status or anything, but like it's a smartphone, but it's not too smart. Oh, okay. But, but so she's, it's not like she's an still iPhone like, 7. She's, she's still like learning how to use touchscreen. It's embarrassing. <laughs> She was just like, it's okay. I keep clicking too hard. I don't understand. <laughs> that that happens with like, because my dad always used to have a BlackBerry, so mm-hmm. he was used to like buttons, like having a keyboard and yeah. like a buttons and stuff. So like when he got his, uh, he got a Galaxy, a Samsung Galaxy like Note, mm-hmm. and he went from like a tiny phone, and we call it his tablet phone because yeah. it's huge. And we're like, Dad, Dad, where's your tablet phone? So he exactly. like him learning how to use it. He has to like put on his glasses. To, oh like, my god! Text. Yes, it's it's really funny. Yeah. See, my mom got like a kind of not like a note, but like a little bit bigger phone because she likes the fact that she can like read things a little easier. Uh, she got a tablet phone. Is what you're saying? Essentially, it has a stylus uh, in it. Oh, and nice. Yeah. So she can she can use that to touch. So nice. that was a that was a big deal for her. So we went and did that. And then um, moved out some shelves of my room, so my room feels bigger now and empty. Yeah, because you <laughs> I was like, there's nothing in your room right now. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. And then today was supposed to be my other day off, but I got called into work today. So, yay money. Yay money. Sad for no day off, though. I've been, I've been working six days a week the last three weeks, and it's been... Not too bad, but also, like, but money. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) All right, well, should we uh, get started with our topic? Of course we should. Enchanted. All right. So Enchanted is a 2007 American live-action slash animated musical fantasy romantic comedy film. Wow, thank you, Wikipedia, for making me read that. (laughs) What genre is this movie again? Live action animate? I'm just kidding. (laughs) You don't have to read it again. I'm so sorry. Uh, um, It is produced by Walt Disney Pictures with New York Academy Barry Songfeld. Songfeld? Yeah. And Joseph Entertainment. Jofferson Entertainment. Uh, Yeah, I won't go into more details other than that. But basically, the (laughs) I know. It's like, oh, there's too much. The plot focuses on Giselle, an archetypical Disney princess who is forced from her traditional animated world of Andalasia into the live-action world of New York City. Funny how 
where nothing or no, no dreams happen. No happy endings. No happy it endings. It sounds a whole lot like the plot. <laughs> well, it sounds a whole lot like the plot of Once Upon a Time. Oh, really? Yes. Maybe they took theirs from this. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking when I, when they were like, to a world where there are no happy <laughs> endings. I was like, okay, Regina. I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know if you knew this, but this movie, the original script was actually intended to be more of like an R-rated film. What? Yeah. So, originally the script was bought by Touchstone Pictures, which is a Disney-owned company. Um, and Walt, But Walt Disney Pictures didn't think it was suitable for them because it was, you know, kind of racy, R-rated kind of feel to it. Um it went well, through, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It went through many, many directors, many producers, um, and eventually, the director of the film now, Kevin Lima, got together with the scriptwriter Bill Kelly, and they decided to take it more in a like loving homage to the Disney films, mm-hmm. and that's where they kind of found more, you know, of their right fit. So I thought that was kind of cool that it was actually intended to be a more racy film. I could actually see that. Like a Cause little I mean, bit because the tones pretty, are kind of dark. Yeah, because like they send her to a place and I mean, there's even like small things that you notice, uh, like right when she goes to sit down with that homeless man. There's like a couple of hookers like straight up on the block across the street. Yeah. So well, I mean, it's New York, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I can I can very much see this movie like go to a darker place, but I think it works much better in the fact that, you know, the super innocent, sweet, you know, yeah. Disney princess just <laughs> comes to New York and <laughs> is a complete opposite life. to that. <laughs> I think it makes it a much more of a fun movie because he's so like negative. Yeah. And so like just not about the fairy tale romance, all that stuff. Like he has a mm-hmm. very negative outlook on love itself. Whereas yes. she's like so happy and sunshine and daisies and love and mm-hmm. oh my gosh, we'll get into that definitely. Yes. So since this movie was a big homage to the Disney films, um, what was your favorite little reference to the Disney films? Because there were many many references yeah they were a lot actually um i actually kind of like the there's like a couple of them that i like i like that they went with the traditional beginning of the princess Mm -hmm. movies at the time with the book at the beginning and of course the one and only julie andrews was the voice at the opening exactly so that's very like snow white cinderella like all the traditional Mm -hmm the very traditional one. So I really like that. Um, I actually like their references with Ariel. Mm-hmm. And cause like her dress that she wears to the ball is like Ariel. Cause that's yeah, what it is. Very much. Like her. And even when they're like on top of the building in the rain, the way her legs are placed, it looks like she has a fin. Yep. And at one point you can actually hear the, uh, under the sea music when she's standing next to the, the aquarium and she's like spinning mm-hmm. in a circle <laughs> you can hear the the music off to the yes. side so i like i like the the aerial references are pretty good there was a lot mm-hmm. of them and like her hair is also red like yeah like aerial so definitely yeah i like hmm i like the cinderella references like i like obviously all the, the animals helping her get ready and make her dress, you know, um, the birds, like getting the towel and wrapping it around her. (laughs) Just as she conveniently is stepping out of the shower as Robert walks in. Yes, exactly. Um, I like, Oh, her, her dress when she's animated in the beginning reminds me very much of Cinderella. Um, Uh, like, like the rat or like her pink dress. Yeah, the pink dress. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like it. She's so cute. She's very, very cute. And there's something else. I don't know. There's a few other things. But, I mean, I like 
I like p- like picking a lot of things out, you know. Because in fact, I found a huge list, so we'll have to of, include oh, this in the show notes. Oh, all the references that they make. Yeah, like um, it I like that. All of them. I, I like that thinking about it now. Um, so, like the way that Robert reacts when she says that she's only been with with Edward for a day. And he's like, you can't just marry somebody that you've only known for a day. And I'm like, hmm, a frozen, frozen. that <laughs> Totally, because yeah. that's exactly the way that Elsa reacts. She's like, you can't just marry Hans. Yep. <laughs> like, you can't just marry somebody you just met. Exactly. Because he's just like, his mind was blown. He's like, wait, you're what? A day? Like, it feels like a day? She's like, oh, no, it's been a day. And he's like, uh. <laughs> and tomorrow no? will be two. <laughs> two days. <laughs> She's so cute. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this this movie does remind me of Frozen with its themes. Mm-hmm. You know. Which is good. I mean, yeah. So many I mean, of the early films had very similar themes. Nothing wrong. I think this you know? was one of the first ones that really kind of turned the princess like stereotype and like archetype on its head. Yeah. Because, like, people always talk about how Frozen was, like, the first one. And I'm like, hold your phone. Hold the phone. Yeah. Like, people don't forget that this movie exists, I think. I know. Because I think that this movie really shows, like, not just how ridiculous the princess thing, like, the whole thing is. Because with the way that Robert reacts to her. And then that the way that she actually grows through mm-hmm. the film. Because she becomes a completely different person realizing how ridiculous the things that she wanted when she was animated or in, you know, pretty much stuck in that whole fairy tale part Mm -hmm. were. Because, you know, when Edward shows up and he's singing to her and he's like, you're not singing. And she's like, oh, I'm not. And it actually surprises her. Mm hmm. And so I, that's what I love the most about this is that you actually get to watch her grow into being, you know, something more than just a princess who wants, a girl who wants to get married, which is who she was in the very beginning of the film, that all she wants is true love's first kiss. Mm -hmm. And she dreams about this, you know, Prince Edward and, you know, she becomes (laughs) something more. She wants to go on dates and then she owns her own business and, you know, all these things. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I love I Giselle so much. She's so adorable. I, and, like, she sticks out like a sore thumb in the beginning. Like, everyone oh, yeah. immediately, I mean, one, the dress, but, you know, her personality, the way she interacts with people, um, you know, her sense of hope and optimism is almost so extreme that it's <laughs> unrealistic in a way. And, you know, she starts to kind of learn reality, but still retain that optimism, which is good because, you know, getting slapped mm-hmm. with a bunch of harsh realities can really, that could bring you down, especially if you are holding life and love on such a high pedestal, you know, you could easily break from that. But I like that, you yeah. know, she still remains optimistic and hopeful and she becomes a lot stronger, you know, mm-hmm. by the end of the movie. She's not just like, oh, someone will catch me. It's like, oh, no, no, like, I got I to gotta actually, like, think about what I'm doing and, like, yeah. think about my actions and, you know, not go through life yeah. just expecting it to be good. I just, I like when, um, when he takes her to his office, when Robert takes her to the office and she's standing there and the secretary, she's like, I don't know where this, she's like Andalusia. He goes, Andalusia. She's like, I don't know if it's a place, a country, a city or a state of mind. And she's just yes. like spinning in a circle in the middle of the thing. She's like, <laughs> da, 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 da. like she makes me happy. Like watching her, like makes me actually feel happy, like super happy. Yes, because her level of happy is, like, further than anyone could ever imagine. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, um, I mean, we've already been talking about, like, some of the stuff that happens. So, uh, did Mm -hmm. you want to talk about, like, who was actually in this film? Yeah. Like, the casting? Because I think the casting is what really made this movie. Absolutely. Um, So, Giselle is played by Amy Adams, which Mm -hmm. I think she did a great job. She has such a beautiful singing voice. She does. Too. 
Well, and just, like, um, everything she does, like, her hands, her voice, her, you know, bubbliness, like, her I, softness um, in her voice. In my notes, I had put down that Amy Adams, oh, she has the princess hand gestures down, like, hand gestures yes. down. Like, the whole, like, oh, like, oh, over here, like, yeah. come get me. Like, oh, her hand <laughs> placement and, like, everything was very exact. And, yes. like, when you go to Disneyland and you meet, like, a princess, mm-hmm. that's exactly, like, she exact ex- yes. acted exactly the same way that they do. I'd be curious if she, like, took a class, like, went to, <laughs> went to Disneyland and was like, all right, teach me the, <laughs> teach me the hand movements of a princess. <laughs> yeah, teach me how to have the perfect hand placement of a princess. I mean, it was so perfect. Everything that she did, all of her movements were very, like, over-the-top princessy. Mm-hmm. It's like everything that you expect to see when you, like, would meet a Disney princess was exactly the way that she acted. Exactly. And then we have uh, Patrick Dempsey playing Robert. <laughs> Who was perfect, by the way. He did a so great perfect. job, yeah. I know, this was, like, one, not one of the first things I've seen him in, because I never watched Grey's Anatomy, so I knew he existed. Oh. Yeah. But this was one of the first things I was like, oh, yeah, he's really good. He's so adorable. Like, Mm -hmm. I love him in this movie a lot. Yeah. And then we have uh, James Marsden playing Prince Edward, who was (laughs) one of the, oh, my God. Just like, like, he was one of my favorite parts of the film. Because he was just so, like, full of himself and ridiculous. Like, yes. the whole, like, uh, he just doesn't understand anything that Pip is saying to him. Right, and when Pip's he does the like, whole... acting out everything, and he's like, you can't, he's, he's like, you, you he's die like, oh, without oh, me. <laughs> you, would, <laughs> you would die if I wasn't here. And I'm like, yeah. how did what? you get that from that? Like, exactly. Oh, Edward. Oh, gosh, Prince Edward. I like when he's talking to the TV. He's like, magic mirror. (laughs) I'm dying right now. And he calls everybody peasants. Yes. And he's so so over the top and, (laughs) like, exactly what you would would put, you know, Prince Charming in in real life. Oh, my God. Dazzling, you know. When when Nathaniel asks him, he was like, "Sire, do you like yourself?" And he looks at him, and he's like, "What's not to like?" Yeah, like yeah. he's like, "That's the dumbest question you've ever asked me." Of course, I love myself. I'm amazing. Exactly. Do you remember oh when they were first advertising this movie? They would always put the clip of him getting like crushed by the bikes. Like he's like, "I've been dreaming." Like. <laughs> So that's so realistic as to what would happen. He just jumps off a bridge and he's like, I've been dreaming. And then he just gets run over by this like thing of bicycles. It's just, it's so realistic. It is. And it, oh man, it cracks me up every time. Oh my gosh. I'm laughing so hard right now. Yes. Um, and then the evil stepmother is played by Susan Sarandon. Who, Perfect casting. Yes, did a wonderful job. And you don't even see her until, like, the end of the movie. Oh, no, but not, like, as Susan Sarandon, no. No, yeah, you just hear her for a long time. Um, And then, was it, who played Nathaniel? Timothy Spall? Uh, yeah, I'm like, okay. Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> From Harry Potter. Oh, but, yeah. Yes. It's Timothy Spall. Spall, I believe, is his name. His character growth was was pretty good, too. Everybody had pretty great, like, character growth. Like, Giselle and Robert and Mm -hmm. everybody. And then superstar Adina Menzel playing a very small character in this movie. One of the goddesses of Broadway is in a musical and doesn't sing. And doesn't sing, I know kills me but um yeah her character was the only character that i was kind of iffy about or like had a bit of not not bit of an issue but like just kind of like what only because um so so the message that this movie is trying to send is that you know disney princess movies are not super realistic 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that, you know, women should not just worry about being married. They should, you know, find their own purpose, but also like true love can happen, but you need to like base your true love on more than just a song or a pretty face, you yes. know? So, uh, Robert tries to tell his daughter, like, he gives her a book full of, like, very smart women, and he says, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm sorry it wasn't that fairy tale book that you got, um, but I think you'd really like this book. It has, you know, stuff about Rosa Parks and Marie Claire and all this good stuff, and I don't know, like, <laughs> I thought that was really, I thought that was really, really nice, but then, you know, the poor daughter's like, uh, what? <laughs> Well, it's it's because he has such a like in the very beginning of the movie, he has such like an out uh not a good look on the whole fairy tale thing. And he yes. and it's part of tied to the relationship that he had with Morgan's mother. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he was head over heels in love with her and then she just left. So she that left, killed yeah. the whole like love at first not love at first sight, but the whole lovey dovey kind of love that Giselle is obsessed with. And so he has this more, I don't know, serious, rational, rational side of it. And he he has that relationship with her, with Adina Menzel. He's like, oh, well, yeah, I'm going to propose to her because, I mean, it just makes sense. You know, it's the rational thing to do. They've been together for five years and this is the next Mm -hmm. step. And it's very... You know, but he does say to her, like, he says to his daughter, you know, she's a lot like the women in, in that book there. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, but yeah, it's just not who she's in love up, with. Yeah. And he ends up or she ends up wanting more of the fairy tale side of things, which, yeah. you know, uh, my favorite thing was when she got the flowers. Right after he uh-huh. like he was like those are birds I don't know where she lives and he like sends she sends the flowers <laughs> <laughs> to Nancy but she says she's like oh she was like these are beautiful she's like I only get those e card like the cards in the email with the e flowers and I'm like you don't even send your yeah. girl real flowers bro. I know right like, I was like dude come on <laughs> I was like this is what she wants which is why you know she runs away with Edward at the end Prince but, Edward yeah um. I just looked up the cast, and I didn't okay. even realize this, but the girl who plays Sam, the the secretary, who's like Andalasia, oh. you know, maybe it's a state of yes. mind, is Jodie Benson. It's yes. Ariel. Yes. Ariel. <laughs> I, did, I totally didn't even realize that. I should have because of her voice, but it's Ariel. Yes. Um, in fact, there were, there were a lot of cameos like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I'm trying to think of who this character is. Who is Angela? A soap opera character? Angela? I don't know. Was there a character named Angela in this? Yes. Um, there yes. was. I'm trying to think. She was in... Um, she did Beauty and the Beast. Page, yeah, she page. did the she was, singing... She was the voice of Belle. Voice of Belle. Yeah, um, Angela. Uh, she was Paige. It's Paige O'Hara. I forget who Angela is in the movie, though. I know. I was trying to think that too. Um, and then obviously Jody Benson was the voice of Ariel, and she also did uh, various Barbie dolls in Toy Story two and three. Mm-hmm. And then they had the singing voice of Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Judy as a pregnant woman. <laughs> a pregnant woman. I love that. Like looking through this, you're like, oh my god, look at all these people. Like they were in Disney films. Exactly. I love it. Uh, the male client during the divorce case was named Mr. Banks. And, <clears throat> excuse me, he yes. was also in the, apparently in the remake of Pete's Dragon. Interesting. But yeah, and I guess the reference is that they called him Mr. Banks. Yeah, even um, like Patrick Dempsey's last name in this movie is Robert Phillip, like Prince Philip. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously like Julie it. Andrews was the narrator. Oh, I didn't even... So Nancy's last name is Tremaine. Like Lady Tremaine. Like Cinderella's oh. stepmom. Very nice. <laughs> we should. I should have looked this up forever ago. Wow. There's so many yeah. like small There's things. There's so many references. So yeah, that was like apparently they were doing it on purpose. Like they were just trying to just shove as many references as they could in this. 
So I'm excited to read that list that you have. Yes. Um, we will definitely put that in our show notes. It's, it's a huge list and it, and they break it down to like by movie. They're like, here are all the Snow White references. And then here are all the <laughs> this thing got really good reviews too. Like yeah, the movie. It, it, so it has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Which is, which is pretty good. High, I think for that time. It's really high. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like the casting so freaking good and just, <laughs> I don't know. I just, this movie's so great. And I think that because of who they cast helped make this film even better. Absolutely. So. And there, yep. the, the cast wasn't too extensive either, which was kind of nice. No, they, they kept it really small. So it was only focused on, uh, Giselle, Robert and Morgan, the daughter, and then mm-hmm. Edward and Nathaniel together with uh, the queen being a part of that. Yeah. So it was mostly like that group of people. And then Nancy was, you know, off to the side. I just love that Morgan's like a stepmother. Yes. But I do <laughs> like that they finally like, you know, she eventually says something like, oh, but yes, there are wonderful stepmothers. But of course, the example she uses is like Narissa, who the ends worst. Up being totally evil. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. Uh, I think that is one thing that Disney movies have, like, kind of ruined society with, with the, uh, Evil for step-moms. kids with stepmoms and stuff. Like, because yeah. they aren't all bad, but no, Disney movies make you think that they are the devil. <laughs> so, um, I kind of want to talk about uh, all of Giselle's clothes. Oh, yes. Do you know um, who did the costuming? I did. I don't. Do you? Yes, so her name is Mona May, and she previously did Clueless, The Wedding Singer, and The Haunted Mansion. Clueless! Get it, girlfriend! I love yeah. that movie. Right? <laughs> yes. Um, so, I love her. I mean, her pink dress is really cute in the beginning when she's animated, but her wedding dress mm-hmm. is just so over-the-top. Like, it looks insanely amazing as animated and then when you see her like popping up out of the sewer and how her dress is so huge and just over the top when she's in the real world is just amazing so apparently what they were trying to do is like they were trying to imitate the tiny waist that they give all the princesses you know how everything's Mm -hmm. like very tiny waist so to do that they obviously accentuated the waist and like making the the, the bottom of it just huge, but also yeah. giving it the puffy sleeves. What it does is it makes everything else look smaller. So that's why it, they were trying to very much accentuate the unrealistic like body that <laughs> that the big give that they tried to have the princesses have. Um, yes. What I love is so okay when this movie came out. Um, I was working at Disneyland at the time, and. Uh-huh. Uh, Disney was doing this thing where when they had big movies come out, they would do a pre-parade yes, uh, before yes, the yes, actual yes. parade to uh, to advertise for the film and to get people excited about it. I mean, now they do the, like, you can catch a preview over at the, the theater that's in Tomorrowland. So, mm-hmm. like, they did it for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Star Wars and all that stuff. Um, but before they used to do the whole pre-parade thing, well, I loved what they did for her. So what they did is they put Giselle, they made the wedding dress. Mm. Now it, I found out later that it's not the full wedding dress. It's actually doesn't have a back on it, like a back part of oh, the skirt. Sure. It's open yeah. so that she could actually sit. Yeah. <laughs> in the carriage. Be able to. <laughs> it's too big. So they put her in the carriage and they have the big, huge puffy white dress. And they have her like in this beautiful carriage, uh, like horse-drawn carriage that they drive down Main Street, and they play the Happy Ever After song sang yes. by Carrie Underwood, and yes. they just come rolling down the parade route, and she's, like, waving, and it is, like, the best. It was the smallest pre-parade, but it was the most exciting uh, thing to see because they did her, and they did uh, later on when they were doing uh, Prince Caspian for Narnia. Mm-hmm. They had uh, the Prince Caspian pre-parade, too. Mm-hmm. And it was, I miss that they don't do that anymore because the Giselle pre-parade was everything. I wish I, they had her in the, the park so we could meet her. I know. I <sighs> I remember seeing that parade because I used to, 
I used to really like that song and loved that they did that. And I just remember them playing it like over and over and over again. <laughs> Cause like, <laughs> I think we just happened to be like walking the same route and then you just keep hearing it because the parade's it's, coming it's along with you. It's just one, it's only one section of the song. Yeah. It's not the exactly. full song. It's just like one portion and then it just keeps replaying the whole <laughs> yes. way down the parade route. I'll post a video of the actual, like, I'll, I'll put a video in the show notes of the pre-parade. Like, I'll send it to you to put in the show notes. Perfect. Which I have probably watched that pre-parade, like, a million times. <laughs> like, on YouTube. Because <laughs> nice. it's so amazing. Um, So, they start with the huge, poofy, poofy dress. Mm-hmm. But then, by the end, she's wearing a much more modern dress. Kind of... I... Showing her growth, right? Yeah, so um, I like that uh, the next dress that she makes is the the blue one with the flowers. And I love yes. how angry Robert gets. He's like, you made a dress out of my curtains? And you can see the because, cutouts. <laughs> but I also like that because the first time, the first dress that she makes is that one. Okay. Yeah. And he just explodes about how ridiculous, like, she made this dress out of his curtains. And she also made that dress super fast. And it is super beautiful, uh, too, yes. by the way. And he just, like, gets so upset about it. But the next dress after that one, the pink one that she makes out of the bed sheets that belong yes. to Morgan, he doesn't get upset about it. Yes, he just smiles and keeps walking. He's like, I like your dress. So it really shows that he is, he himself is starting to change, that the things that Giselle mm-hmm. does, uh, he doesn't think are so over the top anymore. Because the night before that is when she got angry for the first time. Yes. Which is actually um, my second favorite scene, mm-hmm. is that one. When she gets super mad because she's like, no, it's the only word you know is no. And he's like, no. And she's like, ha, ha, see, see, I told you. <laughs> And he's like, ah, uh, ah. Uh, and, like, she gets really angry at him. And she's like, I feel so, so angry. And then she starts laughing. And he's like, ah, uh, this girl's crazy. She's like, I'm angry. And she like, punches him. Yes. And he's like, are, are you okay? She's like, I'm fit as a fiddle. Like, she was so happy that she could feel anger. And yeah. that's when she, like, put her hand on his chest. Mm-hmm. I was like, girlfriend. I was like, what is happening? Oh, <laughs> and they were like the way they were looking at each other. I was like, "Kiss, do it." Wait, no, he's with somebody. Stop. Exactly. But kiss, <laughs> like, but kiss, but kiss. Um, but yeah. So like, it really shows that he he himself is changing too. Even with just like the smallest thing about like her making her clothes mm-hmm. out of things that they own. I wish I could do that. I could just like be like, "Oh, this dress would be amazing out of this thing," and then just make it. Like, yes, that would be that would be great. So did you um, have a fair, favorite character besides Giselle? Because obviously Giselle would be the the first number one. Um, a hundred percent Pip. OK, like Pip. I love Pip because he is like he's her right hand chipmunk. Mm-hmm. And I love the, the voice that they have him use. Like he's straight up out of New York, too, which is hilarious. And. I love that even when he is a real chipmunk, uh, the way that he's still like super animated and able to explain stuff, even though Prince Edward doesn't understand a damn thing he's saying. Yes. But Giselle is like, oh, Pip, you're here. It's like she understands everything immediately. Mm-hmm. And Pip is also the one that helps save the day. Because I love, I love when at the beginning when he uh, gets up on the troll and then the branch starts to break and he like grabs his stomach and he's like, oh, I gotta loose, I gotta lay off the nuts. Yep. <laughs> and then like at the end when he goes to step off onto uh, Queen Nerissa when she's a dragon and he like grabs his tummy and he's like just walks out and then it starts to bend. Yep. He's like, I'm fat enough for this. I can do it. Yes, I can do this. But Pip is great. Like, he would be the perfect sidekick to have with you. Yes. Um, I really, I really liked the daughter. Oh, Morgan, yeah. Morgan. She was so cute, and she was so, like, she was so innocent, but you could tell that she, she just got it, you know? 
she mm-hmm. immediately was just like, she's a, no, she's real princess. Like, she in- instantly accepted her and, like, I don't know. She was just really cute. And I like when she explains to Giselle about the, <laughs> you know, and, and boys only want one thing. And she's like, and what's that? She's like, I don't know. I can't get anyone to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that part is so cute. I like when she asks her, is this what it's like? And she's like, what? And she's like, shopping with your mom. And I'm like, oh, oh. oh be her mother, please. Right. I just, I like it. Uh, when, even when Pip, like, when everybody's freaking out about, like, oh, there's a rodent on the table, she's like, oh, cool, a chipmunk. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) She gets super excited about everything. I love it so much. She's super adorable. She was very, very cute. So, favorite song, Katie? Oh, goodness. Oh, um, so, uh, How Does She Know is probably my favorite song. Okay. The one that she sings yes. in the park. Yes. Um, because whenever, like, whenever my sister and I will watch this movie, we always joke about the like the musical instruments that they use for the song. Mm-hmm. And you have the, the the guys that are playing like the the like the steel drum, like the Jamaican band that's out mm-hmm. there, and he's got that that thing with the beads on it, and it's just like, and I always make yeah. that motion at Michelle. I'm like, how does she know? Like the whole time. But I, what I love about that song is because she starts singing, and he's like, okay, we we don't need to sing right now. Like it's fine, it's fine. Like we'll figure it out. Like don't don't worry. And then the band starts to sing, and he's like, wait, he knows this song too. Wait, I don't know this song. How do they know this song? Because he's just like his mind is so blown about how everybody knows this song, and he keeps making like little comments throughout the song. And she was like dance and he goes i don't dance and he goes and i definitely don't sing <laughs> and he's like dancing and having to like be a part of it and he's trying to run ahead to like get away from all the people dancing and stuff and i like uh the part when they're at the play and everybody stands up and they have their arms in the air and he's sitting yes. there like all grumpy and he just gets up and he like puts his hands up like yeah and smiles and it's just like you are so just not into this at all no. and by the end of the song, he's, like, sitting there in the carriage, and he's, like, bouncing his head, and he's, like, oh, hope nobody saw me, yes. <laughs> like, enjoying this. Yeah, I love that, was, that song that was so much. Definitely one of my favorites as well, because I just love how it builds and builds and builds, and... It just gets more and more, like, people, and he's just out of his mind. He's, like, wait, What? How do all these people know the song? He was like, you know, when, that's also when she calls the lark doves to send him, to send Nancy the flowers. He's like, they're birds. Yes. They don't know where she lives. <laughs> but she can talk to them. She can talk to the animals. Yes. Lucky. I still like a uh, happy working song, though. Very reminiscent of... Um, Oh my God! What is it called? Snow White from Thank Snow you, White. Snow White. Well, no, it's Snow yeah. White. But what's the song called? Uh, from Snow White, like that part. Yeah. Um. Oh Isn't my it? goodness! No, but I do I, love that part because she calls all those animals right, and it's in New York style animals. Whistle so it's like, while you work. Whistle, whistle while, while you. Work. Oh my God! Why should we're terrible? Forget that. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, but yeah, like they, all these animals show up, and it's like rats and mice and flies and cockroaches, cockroaches and and pigeons. Like one pigeon's like missing a foot. Oh my god! And she's like, "Oh, you're you're the the, the same as my normal animals, but let's get to work." Yeah, she's like, well, it's always nice to make new friends. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, at the very end of the song, that pigeon, like, straight up eats the cockroach. Yeah. This is so gross. I was like, whoa, not a Disney movie. Oh, my God. And when Robert and Morgan, like, they start picking up the rats. And I'm like, oh, my God. I would never, like, she just picks them up. And I was she's like, like, what I do I do with them? do that. I would never pick just, up two rats by the tail. I, I love why she says, she's like, what do I do with them? And he was like, she's, yeah. She, he goes, put them outside. She's like, put them back. He goes, no, don't put them back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like, though, 
when like Nancy shows up right after that and like you could still see like there's like a pigeon flies by in the hallway and I'm like how yeah. is that not weird guys it's not like you're in an outdoor apartment building you're in a high rise like yeah guys <laughs> so funny oh, that man. house looked good though but I mean before that that place was a was a wreck did you see I all the stuff I know they were like I was thinking like this is a long cleaning scene like how dirty was this apartment <laughs> I do like how Nancy cracks. goes in. Wow, did you get a maid? <laughs> and, he goes, and Morgan's like, well, not exactly. <laughs> I like, though, um, oh, gosh, what was I going to say? Um, I can't. I just totally escaped. I was going to say something, and I can't remember. I'm so sorry. Oh, that that the entire time that she's, like, singing and, like, cleaning up, that they didn't wake up until that bird dropped the dish. I know. And it was only Morgan. I was like, uh, she's, like, screaming in the other room. And you can't hear any of that. I know. I was like, she's singing very loudly, doing lots of work. Also, totally would wash those dishes again, because those rats were, like, licking them clean. Gross. Yes. And the birds were carrying them, like... Gross. I mean, that was so nice of her to like pick up or whatever. And that bathtub was disgusting. It's pretty gross. Pretty gross. <laughs> so gross. Oh my god. I love that song. Um All the other songs were really great too though. It's not oh just yeah, count. for sure. It was good. The good choices that they had for all the songs that they had them sing and everything. Mm-hmm. And the song that they play when they do the King and Queen's Waltz. I love it. Yes. It was very good. Um, so, should we talk about, like, the end of the film? Yeah, and sure. They have, did, did we answer all your questions, or did you have more? Yeah, no. We answered all my questions. Um, so, they decided to do the... The Queen wanted to get rid of Giselle, so she went the poison apple route, which mm-hmm. didn't... Work out for her because Nathan is Nathaniel is completely incompetent. Yes. Um. Oh, question before we like get to the end. Mm-hmm. Where did Edward and Nathaniel get money? This is true. Where did they get money for that hotel room and the food? It's true, and the food and yeah, like when Giselle and and Edward go on a date. I'm like, where did where did they get the food or the money for that for the food and the- where did they get money? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Where? Where? And I like how, I love his co- his outfit, like Prince Edward's, like his costume, the mm-hmm. prince outfit that he wears, because like the sleeves are so poofy and so yes. big, and he's got like a cape and like big boots and... Yeah, apparently they had to add a lot of padding, because like they wanted to make him look like very animated, where he's mm-hmm. like big on top, but like tiny, but like chiseled, you know? So they added padding to like his butt... <laughs> And, like, his crotch area and, like, his shoulders. That is so funny. Um, he actually does sing a song, just not in the film. Uh, mm-hmm. You can hear it in the background. You know, when they go to the 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 Italian restaurant and you can hear the, the Italian music in the background with somebody singing? Oh, uh-huh. That's actually James Marsden singing that song. That makes sense. That tends to yeah. be his style. His style yeah. is very Frank sinatra yeah, so he does sing a song. I have the I have the soundtrack. Which Very nice. To a million times. Yeah. Um, but the poison apple thing, and then like the queen is keeps like appearing and disappearing, and then she decides to you know if you can't do something right, do it yourself. Mm-hmm. So she comes, and uh, I like how Giselle and Morgan went on that super shopping spree. I feel bad for Robert's credit card. Yes. How much stuff did they need to buy, to be honest? Right? Like, they had so many bags, and I was like, but she has one dress on. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the the ball. Okay. For sure. So, yes. um, I like that. I love the whole, like, concept of, like, the king and queen ball thing. Like, I love that. Mm-hmm. That they did that. Um, he looks just like Prince Charming slash the Beast. Like his outfit yes. looks very beast like. It does, it does. And um 
I like that, you know, they're dancing and they're there and immediately like he stops and when he sees her mm-hmm. and you can see like how much he thinks of her, like what he actually like how in love with her he is just by the way he's like looking at her. Mm-hmm. And I like that the dance that they do, the king and queen's waltz is you ask somebody that you didn't bring with you mm-hmm. to dance with you. And so obviously like Nancy and Edward together, uh, I do. <laughs> I was cracking up over the way he like describes like, and this is Giselle, the light of my life, the love of whatever. And Nancy's like, oh my God, I love that. She's like, it's just so real and honest and not a hint yep. of irony. <laughs> yep. I'm like, this girl needs the fairy tale prince stat. Like, yes, that's what she needs. Exactly. Um, so the song that they picked was great for them mm-hmm. to dance to. And it also, this one small moment really highlights his character growth mm-hmm. because he was all like, no dancing, I don't sing, all that stuff, but he can dance. He just doesn't like to. Mm-hmm. But he was all about like twirling her and all this dancing yep. and stuff. And uh, there's this moment where they are dancing really close together and he actually starts to sing the words of the song that's being sung while they're dancing, mm-hmm. which is a huge moment for both of them because mm-hmm. he was very like, why are you singing all the time? This is ridiculous to yep. basically Here accepting <laughs> the way that she is, you know, like the way that, you know, how optimistic she is about love and all that stuff. Like he sang to her. That's a huge thing for him. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was falling in love. I'm like swooning over here. Like, Oh, <laughs> Robert. <laughs> um, but no, I really, I really, and then they were about to kiss and she's like, excuse me. And I'm like, no, yeah. my moment. I know. I know. God, and Dina but, and Adele Danzim, how dare you? <laughs> I mean, can you blame her? Her boyfriend of five oh, no. years has fallen in love with someone else oh, very yeah. clearly. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, I totally get it. But she's like, do you mind if I cut in? And I was like, I do mind, but I understand. But I understand, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that she ends up saving him. That is probably the best part. So, like, I love that, you know, they do the whole true love's first kiss thing, obviously, uh, Mm -hmm. because the evil hag slash queen, she looked really scary in the real real world as the hag. Like, her teeth just kill me. I just can't, like, her mouth. Yes. (laughs) And uh, Edward tries to kiss her, and it doesn't work. So Robert kisses her, and she's like, I knew it was you. And I'm like, I knew, too. I knew. We all knew. (laughs) Um, But she turns into a dragon, Queen Nerissa does. Yes. And... The animation on that dragon was so good. Mm-hmm. It was, it was really like good. I love, I love her color, like the color that she is. She's like this purpley yes. blue with all the sparkles, like mm-hmm. so good. And so she's trying to kill because, like, the thing that was bothering me was that she's not going to marry Edward anymore. So why are you still trying to like murder her? Like, yeah, is it because she knows true. you're evil? Like. Is that it? She's not coming back? She just wants to get rid of any option of her coming back, I guess. I guess. And so I like when when she's like, I'm going to, she was going to kidnap Giselle totally. And Robert steps up and he goes over my dead body. And she's like, cool, I'm flexible. And so she nabs him. (laughs) And takes him, so he's, like, screaming. And she says, uh, come along, Giselle. I don't you want you to miss this ending. Yep. So while everybody's, like, freaking out and, oh, my gosh, what's happening? She, like, runs forward, takes off her heels, mm-hmm. and grabs the sword to, like, run after him. Yes. And my favorite line in the entire movie is said in that one park, she goes, uh, Queen Nerissa has climbed to the top of that building that they're at, and so she's got Robert, and uh, Giselle, like, slices her, and she goes, oh, it looks like the brave little princess is coming to the rescue, and she looks at uh, Robert, she's like, Does that, I guess that makes you the damsel in distress, hey there, handsome, and I'm like, yes! 
finally, yes. the girl is coming to rescue our little damsel in distress, Patrick Dempsey. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Love I really it so like much. that they flipped that, like, that normal, like, that stereotype on its head. Yeah. That it's uh, the princess coming to rescue the prince rather than it being the other way around. And it also mm-hmm. shows, like, how much uh, Giselle has grown because she was always falling off of stuff and hoping somebody would come mm-hmm. rescue her, and now she's the rescuer. The one saving, yeah. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I like how uh, when, like, Queen Arissa, like, throws him in the air, right? And she, like, throws that sword and, like, grabs him by the... And, like, it perfectly lands to nab him by the sleeve. Yes, and then God. When, Imagine that went through his arm. <laughs> I, that's what it looked like. I'm like, girlfriend, you just stabbed your man. Yes. Um, but when he, like, his whole sleeve, like, rips off, she, like, reaches out to catch him. And I'm like, are you out of your mind? When she goes to catch him, and I'm like, you're not going to be able to catch him. Nope. But they both land at the bottom. Like, they almost die, and they end up, like, not dying. And she asks him, she's like, is this a habit of yours, falling off of stuff? Which is what he said to her when he caught her in the beginning. And he says to her, "Uh, only when you're around to catch me. And I was like, oh, this is so cute. I love it. It's very cute. (sighs) Jeez. All right. And then what else happens? Oh, that's when uh, Nancy runs away with Edward. Yeah. After she uh, she finds, finds the, shoe the shoe and she's like, she dropped her shoe. Of course she did. And then it fits perfectly. Yes. And they run away to Andalasia to get married. And she stays with uh, Robert and Morgan. And she starts her own clothing business called Andalasia mm-hmm. Fashion. Yes. I love it. And then they're all cute, and they run around the apartment together and have fun. And there's, like, flowers, and it's all happy, and I can't wait. When they announced that they were going to be making a second movie called Disenchanted, I lost it. Because I've been Mm -hmm. waiting for a sequel for this movie for ten years now, so I'm so happy that they're making another one. And it better not be, like... Oh, they're not together anymore. It better not be like that. I'll be really mad. Never know. Never know. Oh, no. Well, it could be like that they've drifted apart, but then they come back together. That's always good. Goodness. Okay. Because that's more reality than just ending up happy. I know. Happily ever- <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts? Um, if you haven't seen this movie, please watch this movie. It is one of the best Disney princess movies that people seem to forget about. I know. Um, yeah. Listen to the soundtrack, too. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will continue to love my Giselle Barbie doll that I have that's still in a box because I refuse to take her out of it. <laughs> yes. Did you want to give this a cup of tea rating? Oh, yeah. We forgot to do that last week, too. I know. <laughs> We're so terrible about this. We're awful. I'm giving, I'm going to give this movie 10 cups of tea. Oh, wow. Just tea in general, like all forms of tea. Because I love this movie so much. It is so good. 10. 10 cups of tea down. Hands down. All right. Uh, I'm going to give it a 9.5 just because... Just, just cause I just. She's like Adina Menzel didn't sing. Exactly. That that is exactly it. Adina Menzel like didn't sing. If she off. sang, oh my god, be like eleven. <laughs> <laughs> She's like an entire pot of tea. That's huge. Uh, yes, an entire pot this. of tea. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, it's it's a really good movie. There's there's nothing really wrong with it. You know, it's. Mm-mm. It's a very, very feel-good movie. Yes. Good for all ages. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess that wraps up this week's episode of Tea Time. Thank you all for listening. Um, if you want to check out the show notes for this episode and every episode, please go to our website, teatimewithkc.com. If you want to send us an email, 
uh, with suggestions for future episodes or thoughts on a particular episode, you can email us at twithkc at gmail.com. That's the letter K and the letter C. You can also chat with us on Twitter or on Instagram, and that's the handle at ttimewithkc. And you can write a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Please recommend us to your friends if you'd like, please. Yes, please. (laughs) Rate us uh, five stars and send a little review. That'd be great. It'd help us uh, get up in the charts, have other people find us. Yes, that'd be great. That'd be great. (laughs) That's it. And that's all, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another cup of tea.